Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the podcast called Your Hair Mentor. I'm your host, Crystal Green, and I guess this is technically our first real episode since episode one was just a little bit of my backstory and how I came to be where I am. So we're going to get to this first episode full of juicy content, and it might make you a little uncomfortable today. I'm going to talk about what happens when you don't like your hair when the hairstylist is done with it. And I'm going to cover things like What do you say to your hairstylist and when can you expect it to be fixed for free or not? So what do you say to your hairstylist? Do you speak your truth or do you fake a smile? Pay as fast as you can with a tip probably, and then call your bestie for a new stylist referral. If that hit home with you right now, I want you to saddle up sister. This episode is all about the real talk. So when is it actually okay to speak up to your hairstylist when you're not happy? You're not going to like this, but the answer is always. It's always okay. Anytime you're unhappy, or if you have a question, you're 100% allowed and should speak up to your hairstylist. You actually owe it to your hairstylist to speak up. If they don't know you're unhappy, how will they know how to fix it? How will they grow? How will they learn? They deserve the opportunity to make it right and make you feel like a hundred bucks or more. Your stylist is most likely invested in your happiness and would love to have you loving your hair. So it behooves them to have happy clients, right? We all want our clients talking about us in a good way to their friends and referring new clients. And sister, you're the one that has to wear this hair every day. So you know what? You deserve to love it too. So why do we all do this? Why do we keep our opinions to ourselves about something on our heads that affects us daily? It's a question I've asked hundreds of women, and I found that I get the same handful of answers 
over and over again, but there's one specifically that stands out to me every time. And that response is, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Even though let's remember, we're talking about something that lives on your head that you have to deal with daily. So you being upset about your hair is more okay than the idea of potentially upsetting your stylist because you're questioning their work of art on your head. I hope me saying this out loud makes it sound kind of absurd to you because it should. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to feel that way. I know it feels awkward. I know it can be even harder if you're friends with him or her. And I know you're scared that they won't even be able to fix it. So let me help you figure this one out. I can guarantee that one of these three things happened if you're not happy with the end result of your hair. So I'm going to break them down for you here. Okay. So the first one is what I like to call a client problem. That's you, sis. (laughs) Your stylist nailed it but you actually hate the look on yourself. And I'll go into detail about that in a minute. The second one is what I call a stylist problem. That would be on me per se. In this case, you and your stylist had a miscommunication about what exactly you wanted to do with your hair. And then the third one I call a skills problem. Also me. This is when you and your stylist were on the same page about the desired result, but they completely missed the mark, meaning they overpromised and underdelivered. Once you know which one of these problems you're dealing with, it's so much easier to find a solution. And that's what you really want, right? You want a solution. You don't want to just be unhappy in perpetuity with your hair. So let's start with the first one, the client problem. Let's say you and your stylist have a great consultation. Every detail is ironed out and realistic expectations are set. Now that's key. You have to have realistic expectations and your stylist should do this with you. So you have a great time in the chair with your realistic expectations and your stylist is giddy because it looks exactly like your inspo photo that you brought in, but you hate it. You don't know why, but you just don't like the look on yourself. What the heck do you do with this one? Here's the thing. Your stylist may be a little bit upset if they just created a masterpiece on your head and you just don't like it, right? I don't think an artist usually likes to hear that someone doesn't like their work, but remember it's yours to wear and you deserve to love it. So communicate that to your stylist that although they did exactly what you wanted, you really don't like it on you. Now here's the kicker. Pay attention. Listen up, buttercup. You should expect to pay more if they then spend any extra time adjusting your look. This is what I call a look cost adjustment. Basically, you had an agreed upon service that they provided, so they should be compensated for a job well done. And if you'd like to have additional services, whether you're changing it a little bit or a lot, they should not have to do it for free. Just like you wouldn't expect other service providers to redo something for free of charge just because you didn't like the style that you both had agreed upon ahead of time. I like to use the analogy of a painter, for example. Imagine you hire a painter to paint your cabinets the perfect 
Robin's egg blue. Now, if you've been to my house, you probably are like, of course she said Robin's egg blue. That's like her favorite color ever. And my actual cabinets are that color, but I'm getting sidetracked. So I painted them myself, by the way. Um, your painter does an excellent job, Robin's egg blue, and gives you exactly what you want. But when you come home and you see the finished product, you can't even look at it because you hate it so much. And you can't believe that you actually wanted your cabinets blue in the first place. Now that's not me. I actually love my blue cabinets, but you know, just for the sake of story time, we're, we're pretending you hate it. Now, does your painter then paint them a different color for free? No, of course not. Right. You had an agreed upon job and they did it. So we can't expect the same from your stylist. So here's what you say in this situation. You say something like, I'm so sorry, but I just don't like this look on me. I'd like to talk about what we can do to make me feel more comfortable with it. And I'm so happy to pay you for your time. Those are the magic words, my friend. I'm happy to pay you for your time. By saying that, you're letting them know that you value their time and their hard work. And you're taking responsibility for the fact that it's just your opinion. And you're also giving them the opportunity to make changes to satisfy you as their customer, because ultimately that's what they want, right? So be aware that your stylist may ask you to live in your new style for a day or two. This is not unheard of. I've done this plenty of times in my career where I can tell that someone feels a little shell-shocked and I'm like, you know what? Just go home, breathe in it for a day or two, see how you feel. And if you're still not happy with it, we can totally change it later. So that's totally normal. And um, just make sure that if you do do that, if you're like pretty sure you really hate it, you can make an appointment to see your stylist in a couple days. So just in case you actually loathe it, right? Okay, so that was the client problem. Now we're going to move on to the second scenario I'm going to give you with the label of a stylist problem. Dun, dun, dun. So unlike the first one, when it was on you because you weren't happy with the way the expected hairstyle looked on you, in this case, what you ended up with was completely unexpected. Your appointment probably went something like this. You bring in a photo for inspiration and your stylist takes one quick glance at it. And then there's little to no talk about dialing in exactly what your wants, likes, and dislikes are. So there's no expectation, right? Your stylist goes through the process of doing your hair. And when everything is said and done, you feel like it looks nothing like the photo that you brought in. So you're super confused. You don't know what you ended up with and where it went wrong. This is a classic communication error, and it's a little bit of a tricky one, but basically your stylist was guessing what you wanted, and they probably guessed wrong. A quick glance at a photo does not tell your stylist much. You might be focused on one aspect of the photo, like maybe the specific color of blonde, or the placement of the highlights, or the angle of the front of the haircut. It could be something so minute that you're hyper-focused on and you don't even realize it, but your stylist may have glanced at that photo and completely focused on something different. So this is why a consultation is crucial before your hair appointment. So I put the fault to the stylist on this one because it's really up to them to take the time to have the consultation with you. 
It's 100% their responsibility because they're going to help you articulate what it is that you want to do with your hair. Without doing that, they're just using their best guess and trying to figure out what you wanted. And unfortunately, they're often wrong with their guess. So let's go back to that painter analogy again for clarity. So imagine you meet with your painter and you tell him that you want your cabinets painted blue, just blue, right? Instead of narrowing it down to that exact shade of robin's egg blue that I wanted in the first case, you just say, okay, and get on with it. Like you're just assuming they're going to pick the right blue and they're assuming they're going to pick the blue that you like. They might guess it right and they might pick robin's egg blue, but they might also pick any variant of blue, some of which you might never want, like midnight blue. Or they might paint every cabinet a different shade of blue. Technically, they did what you asked. They painted your cabinets blue. But would you put a smile on your face and just pay the painter anyway and even give them a tip? I'm sure you're shaking your head no at this point. Actually, I hope you're shaking your head no because it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Well, first of all, why would a painter ever do that anyway? You know, they'd want to make sure that your wants and needs and like expectations were set before they spent any time or money investing in your project. They're going to go buy the paint from Home Depot or whatever and get their money upfront spent on this. So they want to get paid. Well, the same kind of happens with your hairstylist, right? So I hold them to the same responsibility. It's their job to understand what the task at hand is before they jump in on any level of commitment. So in this case, my friend, I don't think you should feel responsible for paying for any sort of fix. In fact, I'm not sure if you should pay for anything unless they do a deep dive with you, figure out exactly what you wanted in the first place, and try their darndest to make it right. Basically, they need to do the consultation they should have done in the first place. So here's what I want you to say. I want you to say, I'm so confused as to what went wrong here. I feel like my hair looks nothing like the photo I brought in, and I really don't like the result. I'd like to figure out what we can do to make it right. Keep it plain and simple and make it clear that you're very unhappy with the results. Remember, it doesn't do any good to just put a smile on your face and leave because then they're like, what even went wrong and what were they unhappy with there? And I want you to be super specific. Like, do you dislike the size of the highlights? Do you dislike the length of the front? Do a deep dive with yourself. Like I said, basically do a consultation that should have been done in the beginning. And then you'll have a plan because you need to have a plan. We always need to have a plan before we dive in on a project and then hope we get it right. <laughs> okay, so lastly, the last scenario that I like to call a skills problem is that. So let's pretend that you brought in a photo for inspiration because we all do. Got your inspo photo. And your stylist had a great consultation with you. You guys are totally on the same page. You're picking apart details and expectations are very well understood. But then it came time for the big reveal and it fell flat. And you're like, what the heck happened here? Maybe the cut wasn't as crisp as you wanted or the blonde didn't pop like you'd hoped. Whatever the problem may be, you just feel underwhelmed. And that's such a bummer, I know. And the reason I call this a skills problem is because I think your stylist lacks one of two skills. 
They either lack the skill to actually get you where you wanted with your hair, meaning like a hair trade skill, or they lack the communication skills to tell you that along the way, something didn't go as planned. Because here's the thing, hair is not an exact science. I've been saying this my entire career. It is a science of sorts. It's also like an art of sorts, but it's not an exact science. Sometimes things occur that are unexpected in the middle of a hair service. Like sometimes when you're doing a haircut, a curl pattern will emerge that you didn't know was there that might interrupt what you were doing with your haircut. And other times something like underlying pigments might pop through when you're lifting someone for highlights and that's going to be kind of difficult to battle with. And other times you might even find that past coloring services have left a mark on the hair that are hard to erase. So if your stylist communicates these things with you along the way, you have an opportunity to alter your expectations together. It's not like a surprise for you at the end, right? So sometimes I think these stylists just literally lack those skills and it's not your fault. So I really put the blame on the stylist for this one as well. Either they need to figure out how to communicate things better, or they, if they lack the hair skills, they need to seek out some additional education and figure out um, tools that they actually can use. So if they totally miss the mark for whatever reason, I do feel like they owe it to you to try again. And that's for no extra charge to you. So here's what I want you to say in this case. I want you to say, hey, I thought with this style, it was going to look like X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you agreed upon. I want you to be specific exactly about what's bothering you with the look. Don't say things like, it doesn't look like the picture because you had a great consultation. The picture was just a jumping off point, right? So you must have talked about things in your consultation. So point out those things where the Um, the mark was missed with the expectations on what you had agreed upon, but I need you to just be specific again and, um, make sure that it couldn't, it might just be like the tiniest little thing that your stylist could be like, Oh, okay. We just need to tweak this an itsy bitsy bit and it'll make a huge difference for you. And I promise you it's okay. They won't hate you for saying anything. Chances are they know they miffed it. And they'll probably appreciate the opportunity to fix it and make you a happy customer. Okay, so let's go back to that painter analogy one last time just to drive this point home. So say you and your painter agree on the perfect shade of robin's egg blue and you have the exact expectations about the outcome. They promise a clean, beautiful, professional paint job. And when they're done, the color's right but it's a hot mess. The paint isn't even in spots and it looks streaky. There's marks where you can tell it leaked through the painter's tape and it just looks like a total amateur did it even though they're charging professional prices. So you would absolutely expect that painter to go back and make it right before you paid them, right? Right. So I just love using analogies like this because it takes the emotion out of the equation, because that's really what we're talking about when we feel like, oh, I can't say anything to my stylist. It's emotional. We feel like we're connected and we're going to hurt their feelings. So I know we get wrapped up in it, but they are a service provider 
first and foremost, and we should hold them to the same expectations as that painter. But I know it's a little different. I know, right? Sometimes as a stylist, we um, have people lean on us for more than just hair. I like to joke around in my career that I'm a hairapist, you know, part hairstylist, part therapist. And I love that aspect of it. And I know that stylists appreciate that they can have that connection with someone too. But you totally still owe it to them to speak up. By speaking up, you're not saying that they're a bad person. You're also not saying they're bad at their job. You're simply saying that you value them enough that you'd like to give them an opportunity to make it right. The worst thing you can do, now this is first time offenders, right? The worst thing you can do is put a fake smile on your face and pretend like you like it. And I know this happens all the time because people just think, oh, they just don't know what they're doing. I'm going to go find someone else. But then if you go to another hairstylist and the same thing happens, you're going to get caught in the same pattern over and over and over again of like miscommunication and unhappiness. And here's the thing too. I guarantee that those stylists can tell that you're unhappy. We can feel your energy. From very, very early on in our career, we learn to read body language and it's super obvious to us when someone doesn't like the way they look. So sorry, sis, you're not fooling anyone there, right? You might as well come clean and potentially end up with a hairstyle that you actually like and a stylist that respects you for your honesty. And if your stylist takes an attitude or gets their feelings hurt because you spoke up, I'm going to tell you something, send them my way and I'll give them a free coaching call on how to communicate better with you. I promise. (laughs) Maybe eventually I'll have some other, um, service I can offer them, but you know, it's, it's just bad for business. If your stylist gets upset at you for voicing your unhappiness, you should really get rid of them. They don't deserve your business or your energy, and you deserve to have a stylist that values you. I really, I have to say, I find it super empowering to be able to tell someone like, listen, I really like you and I want to continue this relationship, but I am just not happy with my hair. And if that person values you, they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, yes, I would love to make this right. Thank you so much for being honest with me. So I do feel like I need to address the big elephant in the room with this discussion, which is, okay, Crystal, so what happens if I basically um, I'm honest with my stylist and I give them another chance to make it right, whether it's something that they're fixing for free or I'm paying them for additional services, what if they still don't get it? What if it's just not working out? Then here's what I'm going to tell you with this too. It's still important that you tell them the truth. Now, I'm not saying that you have to stay with this person at all whatsoever, but you do need to tell them like, hey, this just isn't working for me. I'm so sorry. I'm going to find a new stylist that maybe I can communicate better with or that can suit my needs better. Because I feel like there's too many stylists that don't look into clients that leave them and they just assume like, oh, maybe they moved or whatever, something happened. And they're not getting that like critical feedback that they need to better themselves because not everybody does a good job of like stopping and reflecting and trying to figure out maybe what they could have done different. But if someone is straight up telling you like, hey, I just didn't like your work, then that might make them either like 
buck up or get out of the industry. Ultimately, I think if there are less hairstylists out there that either don't care or are not very good at their job, then it's going to make everyone happier because those that end up staying are going to be very valuable as hairstylists. So speak up, speak out, tell your stylist if you're not happy, try to problem solve with them. And then if it's not working, tell them why you're leaving. I love this so much. If this happens, like, let me give you a, um, a story one time. I had a client that I could tell she would get kind of squirmy in my chair when we would be doing her color. And she was doing like a root touch up and highlights and haircut. And it was like a two and a half hour, maybe three um, minute or two and a half hour to three hour ordeal. Sorry. She had a lot of hair and I am not a speedy hairstylist. I just am very particular and I take a long time and I'm very thorough and that's just me. And, um, basically I asked her one day, I was like, Hey, um, are you happy with your hair? Because again, I could see with her body language, like something wasn't right. And she tells me like, first I I opened up the conversation and she blurts out that she can't stand sitting for that long. She's like, it just drives me crazy. I just, I don't know if I could come back because I just don't want to be here for three hours. And I was like, Oh honey, I am so sorry, but here's the thing. I can't really work quicker to give you what you're asking me, but I would absolutely love to refer you to my coworker, Jen, who is speedy Gonzalez and could get you in and out of here in two hours. I don't know what she does. She's a master magician in her speedy craft. I cannot replicate it. And so she's like, oh my God, yes, I would love that. I refer her to my coworker. She's happy because she's going to get in and out quickly. And my coworker's happy because she's got an awesome new client who totally values the fact that she's speedy. And then I'm happy because I don't have a client that feels guilty or weird seeing me that doesn't want to be there. So I feel like honesty is always the best solution. So that's a wrap, my friends. I feel like I'm running out of air with all of this, but I am so happy you're here. I love these topics. If you think of anything that you want to hear me talk about, I am here for it. Feel free to drop me an email. My email address is crystalgreenhair at gmail.com. And it's crystal green, green like the color, and hair, H-A-I-R, at gmail.com. I am open to suggestions, questions. If you even have specific problems that you've experienced in the past that you'd like me to answer for you, this is the place I would love to do that. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to be back next week for some more little juicy tidbits for you. And eventually I'll have a really cool outro song that I'm working on with a friend of mine. So until then, I'm just going to say, okay, bye. Hey friend. Crystal here, and I've got something special for you that's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? 
Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind-the-chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.